Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cookie Chip Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Perkin. I'm Benjamin Malchip. And we're joined by a special guest. Hello. It's Lee Beddo. Hello. Lee Beddo is basically our tutor and teaches us everything in radio. He is the co-founder of Heatwave Radio, a student-based um, what, a student-based radio station. Yeah, I think we'll go with student-based radio station. I think that sounds the best. Anyway, I guess a question I've got to ask, is this your first podcast? Um, appearing on one? No, I don't think so. I think I've been on a few. Not many. I've never done my own. I've done my own shows, but I don't think I've done my own podcast. Just occasional guests on things like this. Anyway, what is talking about, what is your opinion on podcasts? Because you're a radio man and podcasts are this kind of new wave of sort. I like I like podcasting because it means you can listen to what you want to listen to. And if you've downloaded it, you can listen to it anywhere, at any point, when it's convenient for you. If you set it up so that it comes in uh, on subscription, you never have to worry about it because you go, okay, well, I, I didn't have time to listen to whatever podcast it was last week, but it means that I've got two stored up or three stored up for the next time I have got some time, um, which is brilliant. I think in a world where commercial radio is music dominated, people kind of miss that talk show aspect and a lot of radio talk show can be not what defies their interest, especially for young teens. So it, I think podcast. I think what a lot of radio stations forget is that you still need a personality. You don't just need somebody to tell you what record has just played and what record's about to play and here's some commercials. That's boring. Anybody can do that. You want somebody who pushes the boundaries a bit, who tells you something interesting, is a bit different. You don't you don't need a, uh, a radio robot. Radio robot. So what type of podcasts are you interested in or do you listen to them? Um, I listen to a mixture. I mean, the main two I listen to are probably something like uh, Chris Moyles is from Radio X, where it's just sort of, sort of best talking bits of the week. Uh, but he also does specialist bits at the start and the end of the podcast. Um, that are exclusive to that. So even if you've heard bits of the show all week, there'll still be exclusive bits to listen to. The thing with Chris Moore is he's kind of a classic radio DJ. He's kind of more, he will talk when he wants to talk, unlike a lot of commercial radio. If, if it must get... be the only breakfast show. I mean, I, I get Chris Moore from like 6.30 in the morning, and he probably doesn't play a record until around about... 10 past, quarter past 7, that's 45 minutes, okay, with a few ad breaks and a news break, but without um, any music in. Now, you'd think that on a music station that he's going to have to play something, but it, you never miss it. It's still entertaining, and that's that's what's good. Uh, the other podcast I listen to is, is, is Real Anorak Mode. It's all about the Beatles, and it's um, two American researchers who talk about different subjects surrounding the Beatles. Last week, they talked about one of their singles, and they discussed how it was recorded, how the video was done, and the B-side and things. Mm. Um, another week it might be all about one particular album, or another time it might be um, how the Beatles worked uh, in a particular year, or how the Beatles related to David Bowie and that sort of thing. Um, so there's al- it's always a different one. Um, and again, it's a bit anoraki, but um, I love it. It's definitely for those Beatle maniacs out there. And that'll be me. So, talk of that. What, what is your favourite Beatles song? Oh, oh no, that's easy. I mean, oh, I, yeah, I, Strawberry Fields Forever. Oh, I love that one too. And Penny Lane on the back of it is probably one of my second ones. Mm. Um, to me, it's the sort of record I can put on and hear something new all the time. Uh, it's the first piece of music I can remember 
uh, as a child as well. Uh, and even my house is called Strawberry Fields. That, uh, that's pretty dedication. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some dedication. With that said, so talking about more about Heatwave and your mm. role in it, could you give us a bit of a the story of Heatwave, how it came to you? Or? Yeah. Um, a few years ago, uh, we talked about having um, a radio course here at Burson. We used to have one years ago um, when the college bought a building that housed the United Christian Broadcasters radio station, UCB, mm. in Shelton. And the college bought the building, but they built it, bought it with all the equipment in. So they said, oh, let's run a radio course. Oh, Lee, you know a bit about radio. Can you run the radio HND? And I said, yeah, okay. So we did that for a couple of years, and then they decided to turn the building into student accommodation. So they said, let's move all the kits up to Burslem, we'll install it there, and then we'll get the radio back into the course. And they never did. Oh. And then, a few years later, some staff uh, did uh, a little bit of work on something called Buzz Radio that was going to be a college radio, but it never really got off the ground. Um, and then the previous program manager here, a guy named Charles Bartholomew, came to me one day and said, look, we think we can do a tie-in with Signal Radio where we can use their facilities to teach and we can do a radio course, and I think there's a real interest for it. Would you be interested in teaching on it? I said, yes, but we're going to have to get some new equipment. Uh, and so we looked at it, sat down, budgeted it, spoke to Signal Radio, and the course was born. Um, now, the students on the very first year of the course uh, devised the name Heatwave. For a while, it was nearly going to be called Sigma. Sigma, that's Yes, a because it would be Signal Media Academy ah. and Signal Radio. And it kind of, yeah, it, it, that got, was its working title. It's got, it's got more, of a, it's more of a reaction to eating some kind of cold soup. The stigma. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then somebody said Heatwave. It sounds bright and mm. fresh. Oh, okay. So we just put it to a democratic vote and Signal it was. Uh, sorry, Heatwave it was. Um, it's definitely got a nice rhythm to each yeah. heat wave. Yeah, it works. Um, and there are a couple, I think there is a radio heat wave somewhere. And I think there's. I think there are a few around the world. But if you put us into Google, we come up first. Hurrah. Exactly. <laughs> and you can download the heat wave app on the mobile. Download it on uh, Apple, on Android, on, dare I say, Blackberry, if you still want a Blackberry. And it works. Um, obviously, you can get it online, www.heatwave.com. Uh, radio.org is it? No, .net .net, dot yes. net let's get it right um, and in theory if you're listening to this podcast in Stoke-on-Trent College uh, if you go up to, up to any of the s display screens around the college you can ask for the display screen to be turned up and the radio station should be playing. There's also a link on the landing page for all Stoke-on-Trent College students but you can listen to it anyway. You don't have to be a student. Last year when I was on holiday, I was a real anorak, and I <laughs> tuned into Heatwave Radio whilst I was on in America. Well, actually, not only that, I've actually got a, a, a program that means I can go in and I can run the Heatwave computer from my phone, and I went in and I deliberately changed one of the songs so I could hear something that I wanted, played on Heatwave Radio whilst in the middle of America. How so geeky is that? So Lee has full control. <laughs> I am the master. But so how has it been running a show with students? Because um, students can obviously make their own shows. And how has that been as kind of 
You um, are kind of the co, wouldn't you, aren't you the co-head of Heat Waivers? And yeah, I suppose mm. it's uh, how can I put it? Quality varies, mm. but I mean that's the, the the whole point of Heat Waivers to give people the opportunity to have a go. And what I always say to people is, if you do have a go, record it and listen to yourself. And if you go, oh God, I can't stand listening to myself, then why are you broadcasting? Because if you don't like your own voice. Um, how do you expect anybody else to like it? Has it has to be a level of ego in Absolutely. radio. Absolutely, you've still, you've still, no, I don't say, have to say you've got ego. to go out and love yourself, but you've certainly got to enjoy what you do and, um, and your own voice. Um, but there's been some really good shows. I mean, um, we did a, a sports show a couple of years ago that, that has kind of, for want of a better term, franchised out because it's now, there's now a version of this show called Team Talk on Bangers. Uh, Bang University's radio station on Coventry Universities and staffs um, all started from students being here and running uh, Team Talk here as like a sort of basic football show uh, mm. which is good uh, and we've had people who've been on the course who've gone on uh, to work for the BBC um, even present on Signal which has been really good well I started off doing uh, my own heatwave show it was Andrew's Goldmine I played music I kind of wanted to hear mm-hmm. And it's kind of just spawned into this kind of podcast. Um, it's very different podcast and it's very different to radio. It's uh, it's more of my own control. I, I get to edit what I want. You're just a control freak, Andrew. I am a control freak. Well, you are as well. <laughs> <laughs> but, so what is your hopes of Heatwave? Do you just do you want it to franchise out more or are you kind of happy where it is? The, I'd, I'd like as more student content is mm. good. More live content is even better. Uh, and what I hope to do is encourage students to come in and uh, and have a show. But don't just do it once. Come and do a weekly show uh, and really sort of get into it and enjoy it and broadcast it. And then tell people about it. It's one thing for us to broadcast. Um, but if, you know, if only a handful of people are listening, it's, it's not the same. What we need to do is get out and perhaps even tell people, maybe at Calden, that don't even realise that the college has a radio station. The amount of people I talk to who go, oh, this is here, is it? I never knew. Um, yeah, it's not kind of how I because we're doing um, broadcast media, which is TV and radio. Mm-hmm. So I, if um, it'd be kind of fun as an after-college activity for people to look into, learn, learn how to do radio. It's absolutely, absolutely. And there, there's a good appetite for it. I mean, we're in terms of next year, we've all we've already got. I think we've signed up 15 students, and we're here. We are still in May, uh, and we've got plenty of students ready for next year's courses. Uh, mm. Which is excellent. Proves that radio is still uh, radio and media is very popular. Well, it, it, I would say written podcasts as well has kind of boosted the popularity really to an extent because I, I always seem to think of them as the same kind of the same level in radio talk show radio. I'm more on about yeah. Um, talk show radio on obviously the radio is kind of a dying format because sadly. The, talk show radio is aimed at the older generation now and for people like my age who want to listen to talk show we can't go into listening to the local one bbc stoke where he's talking to an old woman about handbags we yeah. want to we, we want to listen and i think podcasts especially on the online there's countless podcasts on itunes and yeah i think if you think if you think of podcasts as an extension of radio then you'd say radio is growing yeah um the latest sort of industry um figures which are called Rajar actually say there's more listeners than, than ever and more people listening on digital radios and online which is uh, which is really good because you could just put a, the app because every radio station now has in, an, an a browser based player so you can just literally 
oh, I'm doing some work, turn signal one on, mm-hmm. it's playing. And I think that's really helped radio. Definitely. I mean, I think what would be good is there's one mobile phone match, uh, manufacturer that's put DAB or digital audio uh, broadcasting radio into their phone. And I think that would be really good if, if the, the you know the kind of Nokia's and Apple's and Sony's and Samsung's of this world did the same. Dab, so dab, yeah, yeah, so people could put that, uh, have that. So the, the the advantage of that is they'd be able to listen to digital quality radio without using up their data. And generally more radio stations because you can get FM and AM on DAB. Yep. I mean, um, with with that said, we talk about the kind of the future DAB, mm-hmm. FM, AM. But we talk about what inspired you as a young as a young boy to go into radio, or was it later on? Um, it was later actually. It was. Mm. Um, I mean, I always listened to radio, and, and I've you know I've got certain memories of radio. I, I remember being on holiday in Wales uh, in the early eighties, and sort mm. of flicking through the dial, you know, listening to the radio, you know, in bed at night, and hearing this track and thinking, oh, I really like this. I wonder who the heck this band are. I've never heard of them before. Oh, never heard of them. Who the, who the heck are you 2 And it was before U2 had been signed up and they were being played on an Irish radio station. And I really I distinctly remember that. But for me, as a, a, a career or whatever, is I went to college uh, when I was 18 to do sound recording um, in Warsaw. And we did lots of things in the studio. And we were doing work experience. And the tutor came to me and said, we think you're doing really well. So we've lined you up some really good work experience. And I was thinking, great, I'm going to work in a recording studio. And they said, you're going to work at BRMB Radio in Birmingham. And I thought, oh, good. <laughs> what use is, I don't want to work in, oh, I don't know anything about radio. But I just threw myself into it. I did all the crappy jobs that nobody wanted to do. I used to put records away. I used to cut up tapes in the olden days when it was, you know, a razor blade. It was analogue-based. Absolutely, razor blade, pencil, and and (laughs) sticky tape. And it sounds like a joke now, but, you know, you really did cut up tape with a razor blade, stick it back together with, you know, uh, sellotape, effectively. Um, And I found that I really enjoyed it, and I especially liked editing, to be Mm. honest. I find find editing quite creative uh, when you do that. Uh, Then a job came up... um, as a broadcast assistant, sort of helping prepare shows, which I did. Uh, and then a, later than that, I got a job working, making the commercials. And that's that's real fun because it was like making a mini production in 30 seconds or 45 seconds or whatever it was. Um, and script writing. And then I learned to do sort of voiceover while I was there. And I just found myself sort of, you know, really enjoying it all the time so the idea that i could sort of then later on teach this was, was fantastic mm. i i find radio is such a such a great way for people to get into the industry you can win audio editing you can do voicing it, it's such just it's so broad i think the thing with media now is that if you've got skills in audio uh editing and and sound and things like mm. that that qualifies you to work in radio in tv in film in gaming even um, so that you know, if you've got the skills, it means you can transfer, you know, a, across a long way across the media, um, which I think is brilliant. I think it's thanks to the digital age. There's no more cutting up tapes and sticking them together. Everything is accessible through. No, you see now, if ah. this is the power of TV, I'd show you now the um, the, the actual scars I've got in, in the end of one of Ooh. my fingers here, where I missed with a razor blade, and I still bear the scar. Uh, I still remember almost passing out as the blood <laughs> dripped across the tape machine, but you know. You just don't get that with digital, do you? 
Well, to an extent, through digital, anyone can now do it. It's 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 a lot more. It's less. Sorry, I'm looking for. You can kind of teach someone how to on an, on an audio. So if I had a laptop with say Logic Pro, I can teach someone audio editing worse with cutting up stuff and gluing it together. There's, there's still a certain amount of skill. I mean, yeah, I, it's I, still a skill too. I always think that that. Um, you can still add a certain amount of art, how you record something, how you mix it, how mm. you edit it. Um, you can give everybody the same ingredients, um, but that doesn't mean to say that they'll all bake the same cake. Ah. Uh, it's a bit like giving somebody a colouring in book and a set of felt pens. Um, there's no way that it, any two people will colour it in alike. And you can look at it and you might say one's good and one's not, but somebody else might look at it and think the opposite way. It's art. So how you edit something, how you prepare it, how you mix it, whether you add music, if it's a podcast, whether you, when you're doing a sound recording with a band and you've got different instruments, how you turn things up and down, it's all your personal judgment. Um, anyone can use the software, um, but it's then adding the skill to using it. It's a bit like saying, uh, if I got in a Formula One car, I wouldn't win a Grand Prix, even if it was Lewis Hamilton's car, because he's got the skill to drive that ah. car. Exactly. So, you know, you still need some skill and a bit of art. I got, I just thought some of it's, it might amaze you considering you've been in the radio industry for how long, may I ask? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> since 1985. 84. Four. 1984, I, d- I did my first work in radio. So, work that out. Oh, that's too many years. <laughs> it's too many. Basically, I wanted to tell you something. It might, might kind of amaze you. Um, with the presence of online gaming on the computer, you could there was a radio station built into multiple games called it was called Frag Radio. All right, and it's so interesting because this was just completely a video game based. Like you could listen to it online, mm-hmm. but if you were on the game, it was what you all programmed in. You could request songs in the type box in the game. Wow! And seriously, loads of people listening to them, and, it could, and they were across the media. As you can say, radio. I don't think. Stuff like that shows how diverse radio can be now. Oh, definitely. Thanks definitely. to the more digital age, because there's more... I, I think there's people saying... Because um, I fear with when TV was gained everywhere and, um, you know, TV and stuff like that, people said, mm-hmm. you know, radio was kind of a dying format. And I definitely think now, due to the digital age, there's more of a demand, I think, for diverse radio. Definitely. And in that time you've been talking, I worked it out 33 years Ah, <laughs> um, so you've seen, so you've seen, so you've seen it all, very pretty much. Um, you say? Yeah, I've seen radio go from uh, very analog. I mean, when I was first in radio, a DJ would walk into a radio station for a three o'clock show at half past two, walk into the record library, uh, have a look through, find um, a few albums and a few singles that he liked because he felt like playing them, uh, and play those plus whatever. Uh, a list and B list, which is like the sort of popular chart stuff, mm. uh, was in the studio, but basically had a free reign in whatever they felt like playing. Nowadays, DJs just don't. They're, they're, it's completely formatted um, and tested as to what records, because people always say that Signal have only got, you know, like eight records and they keep playing them and they play Ed Sheeran every 20 minutes. Actually, if you study it, they don't, and there's there's more rotation than you think there is. But um, most listeners to a radio show listen for, uh, on average, 45 minutes. Well, if you're waiting to hear your favourite new single, 
um, you're going to hope that it's come on, going to come on in that 45 minutes. But chances are it'll come up three or four times in a day because people listen listen at different times. Yeah. It's those people that listen all day that suddenly think that oh, radio stations only play the same records over and over again. They don't, but they do space them. Um, usually, the the quickest you're going to hear a song repeated is two hours. Absolute tops. Yeah. I think my biggest issue with me working, um, the radio is on at work. You can you for a four hour shift, you might hear the same Ed Sheeran song f- two times. I heard the same Justin Bieber song four times yesterday. <laughs> oh, wow. During the day, it was a nine hour shift. I think. Um, that's the way um, radio makes money. That is the way it, it, it. It's the adverts, but they want the new music to get more listeners because you could play an eighties rock song, and um, chances are you're not going to want teen. Mo- um, sorry, um, a mother who's trying to be kind of more hip with the kids. Got the kids in the car. She doesn't want to play that. She wants to play, you know, yeah. Justin Bieber's new song because it's what's now. The idea is that. Um that it might get played a few times, but that's because it, it, it's wants to cater for the people in the morning, wants to cable, cater for the people at lunchtime, once in the afternoon, and once in in the early evening. Because, mm. in theory, that's four different types of listeners. But, like you say, in your work situation, it just means you hear the same thing over and over again. I'd like to see more, um, a bigger variety of things played. And on Heatwave, we do just that. So I'll tune I'll in. I do tune into Heatwave on my odd days off when I'm not doing much. I do actually put it on my phone. Yeah. I definitely think Signal 2, um, for those who are not in the know, mm-hmm. Signal um, Signal 1 and Signal 2 are local radio stations. And Signal 2 is greatest hits of all time, while Signal 1 is in more the music you love now. It's the now music. It's the modern music. Yeah. Signal 2 is more, I think it's more broad than Signal 1 because yeah. it will play... Um, 80s, 90s, 70s. It, can it, it does go back to the, the 60s, 70s, mm. 80s on Signal 2. Although they will now play, they changed their music policy about six months ago. So they now will play current songs if they fit. So if it's ah. Adele or Squeeze or um, maybe even Justin Bieber, if Justin Bieber puts out a record that you think somebody slightly older. It's for the old okay with. Yeah. They're not going to put Stormzy on, on no. radio t- on on Signal Two. Let's be honest. But Adele, yeah, I, my nan. I can see my nan liking an Adele song, something like that. You know. I thought you were going to say Stormzy then. That'd be like a really <laughs> my, radical nan. My, my nan. My nan comes in wearing wearing a cat backwards, yeah. jogging by. Yo, Andrew, how's it going? I'm the one who does the voices on this show. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'll shut up now. <laughs> but um. But yeah, talk about the issue I have with Signal Two is not a lot of cars do dab, and Signal Two is AM and dab. That's right. And loads of cars never do FM. So I'm in the car, my like, can you put Signal Two on? My friend can't find it on his car because it's not got dab or AM. Mm-hmm. And I think the issue, um, the issue with um, Signal is Signal isn't going to get people like me and my friend. Well, my friend more, but not my friend doesn't like Signal because of adverts. And I did tell him that's commercial radio. I've been listening to BBC Stoke a lot recently when I'm in the car with my dad because even though it is local news and kind yeah. of old, I do find myself enjoying when I'm in college listening to radio or music all day. I kind of find the talk show aspect just so much more calming and level. It's yeah, it's it's. I mean, again, the great thing about radio it depends what you want to listen to. Mm. I mean, I I vary between uh, news channels, sports channels, music channels, specialist music channels. I mean, I'd probably listen to six music more. Um, if I'd got a dab in the car as well, 
that yeah. sort of thing. Well, I hope the future is dab in a way. I think Absolutely. more cars are going to get dab. I think more cars are getting dab as we speak. And it, it car, I, I say cars are probably the biggest platform for Westerners because everyone wants the radio in the car or mm. um, their own music on the phone. But I mean, so with apps like Spotify and Apple Music and the streaming sites, do you think that will affect radio or do you think that will become a future type sort of platform? It's almost, it's almost a sort of radio station. I mean, I have Deezer. And with that, you can you can get the, the the bit that says chill out and the bit that says new music this week or indie greats or whatever. And sometimes you, you know it's quite nice just to leave those mm-hmm. on and it plays something a bit random. Um, but I mean, even those are now starting to have. I mean, obviously iTunes has always had podcasts, but I think I can now get podcasts and sports radio on Deezer. So I think it'll you know it they. Deezer and radio can help each other out. Yeah. With the with the content on things like that. I think the good thing about podcasts is you can download a podcast on like a radio show you have to listen to it. Yeah. Using up your data, using up whatever type of internet source. Mm. With podcasts you download an episode from your home and then you can go out and listen to it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna if my friends are listening, I'm gonna poke them out here. In his car, he listens to a lot of podcasts in yeah. his car because it is just the way home from there and work. You don't absolutely yeah. And I'm definitely thinking that's where podcasts have thrived because people, especially on iTunes, um, by the way, Cookie Chip Podcast is on iTunes now. Woohoo! Woohoo! And yeah, I, I think that's something radio kind of won't have the availability of being able just to download it. Um, to an extent, it helps it be more archived because you're not going to remember show 8,900 of Signal 1, you know, no. day. Well, so, if, oh, I remember episode 5. I had this really funny bit, and you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, my favourite podcast of all time was the Yog Pod. It was just two British guys doing a podcast. And I'm like, oh, episode 32 where, you know, they told the story about his blue Superman jumpsuit. I keep creasing them. I, I can listen to it again. And I think that's um, the glory of podcasts because it's it's just that ability. Oh, I remember that podcast. I'm going to re-listen to it. Yeah. And you could do and stuff I think, like that. I think that's where, um, again, radio personalities come back in. If you wanted to make a podcast of the best bits of a certain commercial radio station show it probably wouldn't be very long by the time you take the ads out and the music out and that this is uh that was and this is and just went to the 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 content from from listeners and you know a funny thing happened or i read this on facebook Mm. i don't think it'll last very long whereas again you know like i said chris moore's he does 45 minutes um of which you could probably take 35 minutes out of that is pure speech and if that's what you like in a podcast that's great I how much I, I do I um, can't help myself but listen to his podcast every so often I do it's just funny it is just it is just pure car, like you have uh, and he also the guest he can get he has availability yeah. of getting some well I was, li- I was listening to one this morning and I think you've got Kevin Bacon yeah on the show. I, I was listening to that one of my friends car actually it's <laughs> um, referencing it, it is it's it, it's uh, it's, it's fun to listen to you can tell celebrity like Kevin Bacon seemed kind of familiar with it. You can tell probably celebrities even listen to it because mm. I think celebrities um, in their spare time obviously must listen to a, a podcast. I hope they listen to. Well, I'm shit, sure. But. Well, you never know. Cause, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, again, like you say, if people are downloading it, you know, actors and and people traveling between gigs, between films, between TV interviews. Um, you know, what better way to kick back than to listen to a podcast? Get your headphones on and and chill in the back of your limo. Or aeroplane, 
or buzz. Or airplane or buzz. Well, the thing with podcasts is you don't need him. With airplane mode on, you can listen to a podcast. Absolutely. Though. I definitely um, think the future of podcasts is going to be good because more and more people are making them. And as they say, the more, the merrier. Absolutely. Uh, I think you can go to most of these sort of the, the places that do that and type in any subject. And whether it's something really serious that you want to know about or some political views or just like this, just something purely entertaining to listen to and, and two people talking back and I hope forth. So. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure, you know, the, there is a podcast or there are multiple podcasts out there for you to listen to. So go and find them. But listen to this one. Subscribe on iTunes. Definitely subscribe to iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a Patreon, I'd plug it in, but we do not. Um, <sighs> anyway, it's been. Almost. Do you want to make it 30 minutes or have you got... Uh, do you want to make it a 30 minute interview? Yeah, play, play, play some music. All right, then. I'm going to go... Radical. We're going to cut to... Um, one. Of, I got music from a friend, Devil. Her name's Devil Cat. You can go subscribe to her on SoundCloud. Cool. She makes me uh, music. So we'll go cut to one of her songs. I'm just going to pick a random song in the editing because that's a glory. I don't need to worry about song choice now. I can do it later. Okay, so, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll introduce it. Uh, uh, thank you for listening to this week's Cookie Chip podcast. Uh, this is Devil Cat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you're <Intradone. Devil> <laughs> anyway, thank you, Wee, for coming on the show. You're it's been very you've been a very good guest. No problem at all. One question, but you always Jeez. ask me on radio shows. What did you have for breakfast today? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I had an uh, I had an omelet. Oh, can't be uh, Yeah, and the thing is, I've got a little omelet maker that I bring with me that means I can make an omelet in the microwave, and it means I can have a hot breakfast when I get to college rather than having to try and cook something really early when I get up in the middle of the night that it feels like um, I can have breakfast and a cup of coffee once I get to college great anyway you've been a great you've been a great guest and I can't wait to have you on any time in, in the future well thank you for having me anyway I'm going to cut to a break now see you guys soon Guess he's guess he's come back. Ah, uh, yeah. So finally come back after some <laughs> harsh ne- um, harsh negotiations for my contract <laughs> after potentially being replaced. No, no, you never be replaced. I was just an interview. Ah, uh, sure, sure. I saw that glim in your eyes when you said <laughs> ego. <laughs> you were sitting down in the corner anyway. You had you had a nice little break. I had a nice little cry and then watched <laughs> as you sat there and went. This podcast was my idea all along. It was your. It was basically both our ideas. I'm sorry. Can you? Can you, can you forgive me? I, I pushed for it for months, and you were like, oh, "I knew we'll you do did." I, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Can you forgive? Can Ben? Can you please forgive me? Make I mean, it. I'll pretend to. This is not podcast of war. Is this the cookie chips of war already? Uh, well, well, you know what? Uh, we'll wait. We'll wait. I'm. I'm a civil man. I'm a civil man. We'll ben, wait. I couldn't have a better, a better side. Sa- um, sa- I was about to call you a secondary <laughs> host. <laughs> I'm going to say side host, Ooh. sorry. N- Jessica's the it's secondary host. Jessica's co- the. Ju- where should both agree? I'm a side host. Yes, Jess is the secondary host. Yeah, we're co yeah. Well, you're. Well, we're side as in side by side. I'm your side host. You're my side. Alright, I'll let you off this one. You <laughs> <laughs> get extra. He, he gets paid in, um, in nothing. Oh yeah! Until you plan, you start the Patreon and you stop 
printing out those dollar dollars so you don't have to work anymore. <laughs> I I hate restaurant wife. Yeah. I absolutely can't stand restaurant wife. Anyway, so what did you think of that um, that interview? Of what you were hearing it? Did you did you did you get to enjoy it a bit? Yeah, I mean, putting aside my personal feelings on the matter, <laughs> I thought it was quite enjoyable overall. And if I was to be replaced, if you're not, you're not going to be. Then I wouldn't mind it being him. You're not being replaced, man. Sure. <laughs> 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 he has a, he has a look of complete anger. Anyway, in terms of revealing or doing anything, because I got nothing. I mean, I haven't really watched anything. I haven't really played anything. I haven't listened to anything. Yeah, I mean, all I've really done is played Mountain Blade Warband. And literally all I've done on that is just hit people and reclaim I'm better than them. Samurai Jack ended. Ah, yes. Um, ooh, spoiler warning then, I guess. If we're spoiler going to talk warning. About this. I'm not going to discuss it because you haven't seen it yet. No, I do need to. I'm just going to say it. it's, been, it's been. It's about time. It's about time the time traveling samurai gets to finish his, his quest. And it's upsetting losing a childhood. Kind of a childhood. Um, cartoon just to end now after all this time it's kind of upsetting but it's 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 fine it is fine but yeah i mean um war machine comes out on netflix we're both going to be looking forward to watching that on friday give us our review oh yes and there's a recent trailer for what looks like to be the worst film coming soon the emoji movie oh yes the emoji movie it is the lego movie (laughs) as the trailer should be the Lego movie, but with less talent. It's probably made by Adam Sand. <laughs> no, I'm not bringing no, Adam Sand. No, 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 he, he, even he. Did somebody say Lego movie? No, no, Adam. No, no one no. said, hey, can I make Jack a jilt? No, no, Adam, just get out the studio. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh. Sorry about that, guys. Adam, Adam, Adam Sand was left the studio. Yeah. <laughs> can you please shut up, Jack? Jess is insulting in the background. Shut up, Jet! Thanks, Adam. I'm being realistic here. Go away, Adam. Go away, Adam Sandler. Make, make, make Andy Wexler too. Alright, there you go. There you go. (laughs) I don't know what the hell I'm on about. But the Emoji Movie, you were talking about it. Go on. Yeah, the Emoji Movie. It's, as you said, it's basically Lego Movie Mm. version 2. Yes. With literally the same types of characters. Again, it's the guy that doesn't fit in and wants and, and isn't suiting to his roles. It's the kind of um, cool chick thing. Oh god, yeah. And it's it's literally the same thing. It looks exactly the same plot-wise with very few changes. It's going to age worse than the Lego movie because it's emojis. Emojis aren't going to be around yeah. forever. It's like, unlike Lego, Lego's kind of something that doesn't, they've kind of got it decently because it looks like the figures so it's going to age well. Yeah. But the emoji movie is going to emojis, emojis are always evolving into something different, so, you know. Yeah. And plus, the fact that you've got to have a poop react. Come on. Seriously? Party. Yeah, but Sausage Party was. It's going to age a lot better because it isn't built into this time. Yeah, but it was funny. <laughs> no, it was a good film. I thought it was a funny film. I enjoyed yeah, Sausage the, Party. The ending just was the yes, that ending. <laughs> Oh, I heard about this. Is, this is this isn't an explicit cut podcast. I can't, I can't. Oh, <laughs> I thought it. I, I heard it began with an O. Well, the events that happened. Yeah, well, let's not go into that. Ooh. This is this is a this is a family friend. Oh, it's not that's even a shame. Even though we did. 
<laughs> it's not whispering just these mics are these mics might pick you up anyway it's um this podcast is gonna probably be a bit shorter than the other ones but i think lee makes up for it i mean his ego kind of beat mine because i couldn't get to talk i'm only joking with you ben Ben, don't worry. Next episode, you get to have full control over it. I think I took a bit of control of this one, so yeah, I promise you, things. promise you, you get full control of the next one. I Deal? That because that sounds like a special life. <laughs> no, come on, give me a proper handshake, Ben. Jeez, your hands are sweat, sweaty. <laughs> your hands are really sweaty. As we're well, we're in a very very hot, sticky, yeah. intimate room here. I mean, it's me, Ben. Yeah, like and literally. Jess is just trying to avoid us because I, I, I you know. Yeah, I yeah, like we, women get all the room to themselves, as we know. Jeez, we just got a little fan on if you can hear it. Jeez, this room is very hot. We we seem to be pretty cool with it. He's yeah, a pretty cool he, guy. He's probably used to being here though. Well, to be he's wearing summer clothing. Yeah, that, that helps. We we I mean, I'm wearing jeans and a and a coat and a coat over me because I'm ready yeah. to go home. Uh, I, well, I took off all my clothes to get in ready for recording. <laughs> ben is literally here naked. Yeah, naked. Uh, every every recording I strip down to bare nothing. Yeah. It to uh, <laughs> truly get comfortable. Do you manspread as well? Uh, of course. Mm. I mean, I can't allow that, things that, to get squished. Misogyny, man. Misogyny. You should feel bad about your misogyny. It's all right. I still my bag in between there, so it's what? Let's not continue. <laughs> okay. But remember, Ben, manspreading is male's misogynisty, and other important things. We are now on iTunes. Probably some new listeners are listening to us through iTunes. We're now on iTunes at Cookie Chip Podcast. Um, we're on SoundCloud. We're on YouTube. We're hopefully going to dominate more platforms. But for the meantime, I'm happy with the way this podcast is uh, projecting itself. What else could we talk about? I mean, we I wanted to waste... I mean, three minutes left. Uh, I guess for the rest of you, I'm just going to play... Another song, maybe? Just my song? <laughs> no, I'm I, I, might, I might put my, my Death Grips remix song. No, oh, no, no. no, no. no. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to use one of Devil Cat songs again because I think it's just the only free music we can get from her. We'll have to get her on the show sometime. That'd be kind of interesting. She's in America, but we can try and see if we can record her. Yeah, I mean, you, what, you, what you could always do, you could always do a side thing on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You know, just have like a little wee interview with her on there. Ah, that'd be pretty interesting. Mm. But the thing, um, I need to get the software sorted for that then. Anyway, this has been Benjamin Mounship. <laughs> and this has been Andrew Perkins. And me. And, me, and Lee Beddo. Uh, Lee Beddo. <laughs> no, 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 we can't mention it. <laughs> you are going to joke. Anyway. Yeah, Lee Beddo. That was an inside joke. And yeah, it's been. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.